Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another exciting edition of the Bakery Podcast. If I sound a little bit different, it's because I'm using a uh, computer microphone, well, like an actual authentic microphone, and it will literally pick up anything and everything. So if you hear my kids in the background, I do apologize for that, but there's nothing I can really do about that because I have kids and if you don't like it, you just don't have to listen. But it's been a while, see, exactly. But it's been a while since we last uh, had an episode and I want to talk a little bit about that and let you guys know that I'm still here. Um, what had happened was I was spending more time live streaming on Twitch, uh, video game wise, and um, I was trying to reach affiliate I'm in this Discord group that has helped me reach affiliate, and and I am happy to report that I have successfully reached affiliate on Twitch, which is where I am at right now. Um, I'm going to be using Twitch as a more live podcast aspect for when I just want to come and engage with you guys. So if you don't have it already, get yourself a Twitch.tv account. It's easy. You just choose a username, sign up, it's that simple. And then you just search me, BakeDaddy95. I've been looking to try to switch that name to the Bakery Podcast, but I think it's already been taken. But honestly, I don't know, I haven't really checked because we just got this computer about almost a month ago, so. So with that being said, um, the podcast is still here, guys. It, it's always going to be here. And I just needed to take a couple of months off, get some, get some, you know, saturate on some news and some notes about my favorite thing, professional wrestling, which if you're live on Twitch right now, you can see a picture of Triple H holding the uh, NXT Championship title belt. And what a great transition we have here because now we're going to talk about the possibility of WWE moving to Tuesday nights. Now, we don't we don't know if this is going to be official just just yet. I got to remember the cameras right here and not right here. Um, you know what? I'm gonna move this camera later. So we really don't know if this is going to be a thing or not. Um, but unfortunately with COVID-19, a lot of the wrestling business kind of was on a downturn and viewership has been down. Now, I think with, um, and I'll get into this in, uh, in a little bit, but with WWE possibly trying to get back into the live arena aspect, I think that viewership will be up. Because I'm going to be honest with you, the first couple of weeks of this uh, shutdown, WWE was unwatchable, in my opinion. It was just unwatchable, no crowd interaction, but as as the months have gone by, I've started to get used to it. Um, NXT is letting some people in the buildings now to try to fill up some, uh, some, some space and make it look good on camera. But... With this, especially, this, this, um, 
this news of NXT trying to move to Tuesday nights is honestly, in my opinion, it's better for both companies because there's a thing, and I'm going to describe it for um, you guys that don't know. Um, there's a thing on, on the internet called the Internet Wrestling Community. Now, when AEW was announced it's ever going to be on Wednesday nights, everybody was all ho-hum and um, all about all about it. And then, months, a couple months down the road, WWE announces that they're going to move NXT to Wednesday nights. And that got everybody in the internet ablaze talking about Oh man, we got a new we got a new uh, insert night war going on between WWE and and AEW. Now I will admit these these companies they are in competition. And for those of you that are a little older, you remember what happened last time WWE had competition. It was a so-called Monday Night War between WCW and the WWF. We all know the history. We all know who won that war. But right now, in my, in my honest opinion, AEW has all the momentum. They have all the momentum. AEW has all the momentum because they have Paul White, formerly known as The Big Show. They have... Um, what is it? Who else did they just get? Oh, they've got uh, Christian Cage, formerly known as Christian in the WWE. And again, the internet wrestling community went ablaze. Now, I'm going to discuss the Christian thing um, here in a little bit. But back to, back to talking about NXT possibly moving to Tuesday nights. I'm all for it. And here's why. This so-called perceived Wednesday Night War again was created by the internet wrestling community to see who's going to choose sides, WWE or AEW. Now, I'm going to be honest with you, I have not chosen the side. I may talk more about WWE than AEW, and that's because I used to have the network. Um, AEW doesn't have a streaming service yet. And I didn't get cable or have anywhere to watch uh, Dynamite or even their pay-per-views. I've now been able to do. I've now been able to find places that live stream um, the AEW events uh, or have streams of Dynamite. I'm not going to disclose who, what, what website it is, and fear that they get taken down and that I'm kind of shut out of luck. But this, if this happens and NXT moves to Tuesday night, this is going to be, it's going to be beneficial to both companies. It really is. Because right now on Wednesday nights, you have a wrestling, you have the average, you have the wrestling fan, which is me um, and anybody else that says that they love pro wrestling. Well, now they got to choose. Do I want to watch NXT or do I want to watch AEW? And that creates that creates just the divide between wrestling fans. Now, I get it. I get it. It's fun. 
it's fun to choose sides, but at the same time, when you choose sides, it does, it, to me, it hurts one company over the other because they're trying to maximize viewership. They're trying to maximize viewership of, of their product. And when you have two wrestling shows from, um, from different companies, you have, you're going to have that divide and your viewership is going to go down, which I think is um, what they said here. Um, da, 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 da. You want Mickey over here in your house? See, and as I'm as I'm sitting here reading this, this right here, while not, and I quote, while not official as of this writing, it looks like the so-called Wednesday Night War between a NXT and AEW Dynamite will be coming to an end next month. Now, I think that this website, especially uh, WrestlingInc.com, is more of a dirt sheet. And what, and what the dirt sheet thing is, is they'll write a report. They'll write a report, and um, what is it? They'll write a report. They don't have any facts based on it. They haven't talked to anybody um, that has information, and they'll just post something like this. Now, I put this on the background because I don't need... There would be people coming in here like uh, Namikio. Hey, how's it going? Just recording a little live podcast action here. Um, I have this on the background, which is... For the audio listeners, um, picture Triple H holding the NXT Championship on the background because if I do this, you're just going to get a background of my computer. But moving on. Um, so, WWE is allowing fans... It's going to be allowing fans um, to WrestleMania 37 in Raymond James uh, Raymond James Stadium. If you don't know what that stadium is, that's where the Tampa Bay Buccaneers play. So, if you're live right now on Twitch, if you're watching me live right now on Twitch, you can see um, tickets uh, tickets on sale. You got Raymond James Stadium ticket office, but. Um, they're going to allow fans back into, um, of course, in a limited space. It's not going to be like past WrestleManias where the place is packed. But they're going to allow people to, uh, uh, here we go, uh, we'll click on CBS Sports. This says, 2021 WWE WrestleMania 37 tickets, capacity set at 25,000 fans for each night of show at Raymond James Stadium. I'm perfectly fine with that. COVID-19 swept the country last year in a way that I have never seen in my lifetime. And I'm only 25, so saying that really doesn't mean shit. But allowing 25,000 people in a limited capacity to any event is a huge, huge plus. Um, Now... Here, I'll go on a little rant. Now, if we could get the music business to do something like this and allow 
10,000 people in a spur in just dispersed across the stadium and allow some live shows to go on. There are bands out there that have material and are just waiting to play. And again, I'm going to go on this little rant here. I think it's fucking stupid that you got some of these sporting events that are allowing fans um, like WWE, the Super Bowl had fans in it. Um, I think I was watching some March Madness yesterday. There were a couple of fans in the um, watching some basketball. But we can't have live music. Seems a little fishy. That's just me. But um, back to the wrestling thing. Um, it says WrestleMania 37 is scheduled to take place April 10th and 11th. The 25,000 maximum capacity represents 30 per, 36% of what Raymond James Stadium can normally hold. Now, trust me, if the NFL this year is going to allow fans back in, those tickets to the Bucks games, because people want to see Tom Brady play, they are going to be. They are going to be hard to come by. Especially, and I think I saw a report this morning when I woke up that. Um, that these 25,000 tickets are almost sold out. People are hungry to get out to the stadiums to support WWE. Theodore, it's okay. You are okay. People, people are ready to get out, do things instead of just going outside and going to Walmart. That's... That's just, honestly, I live in Ohio. There's not a whole lot of shit to do here in Ohio right now. Um, because our governor is kind of a douchebag. But I'm not going to get into the politics of all of that. Um, well, besides going to a bar, but I don't drink, so. And if I do drink, I drink at home. But in Ohio, there's really not a whole lot going on. Um, we've got, of course, we got blue, we got the Blue Jackets uh, and hockey. Okay, um, I don't even know where I was. Oh, so in Ohio, we don't have a whole lot going on. We've got the Blue Jackets playing hockey. I don't know if they're allowing people to go in there because I haven't really been paying attention. Um, I haven't been really paying attention to, you know, sports in general because I've got a lot going on in my own, in my own life. I've got three kids that you can hear in the background kicking stuff around. Uh, and I've also been working 50 hours, uh, a week and all that shit because my job is now in busy season because it's getting warm it's getting warm now and my job is part of the landscaping and horticultural um, business so we make big bucks um what else is there for me to talk about um Honestly. Yeah. Oh, so we'll we'll click on we'll click on this one. WWE. Oh, oh, I did forget because last time that I that I spoke. I haven't heard much about this topic. Damn, you are always busy. Hope everything settles down. And hell yeah, landscaping is a good paying job. I heard. Yes. Uh, so. If you guys can hear me list, reading comments, uh, again, I'm live on Twitch. Uh, Namekio, 
I will say this, uh, my job, I don't personally do the landscaping. We send landscaping like products, like bundles of turf, um, shovels, you name it. Hey, what's going on, Chili? What's going on? Um, so, with that being said, let's move on. A WWE 2K, uh, not 2K21, what the fuck is it, what the fuck am I, you're in a video game? So, WWE 2021 Fast Lane card, there was something I was about to talk about. Oh, yes, the last episode that I did was on the Royal Rumble 2021 where Edge won, and I didn't know who he was going to face at WrestleMania. Well, Edge has decided he wants to take on the big dog, Roman Reigns, and try to capture the WWE Championship, which, oh, okay, I forgot that I had my sounds on, so awesome. Um, and thanks for farting. And if you are live on Twitch, you can see Roman Reigns and Daniel Bryan, uh, and you can see that beautiful WWE Championship. So if we're looking here, we got a uh, fast lane matches, which I think fast lane is—is is it this weekend? I think fast lane is this weekend. I'm not entirely sure. I'm trying to look. Hold on, hold on. Let's click on the pay per view schedule. I can, I can tell. Uh, Fastlane. Yeah, fa okay, so Fastlane is tomorrow. So I guess we're going to do a little uh, little Fastlane um, preview show here. So in the main event, we're going to have the Universal Championship. Uh, Roman Reigns, who is our current champion, taking on Daniel Bryan. I'm really excited for this. Daniel Bryan has not been in the uh, title picture for, for a while, to be honest with you. It's mainly been... Um, Drew McIntyre and Roman Reigns uh, kind of keeping WWE afloat in this in this untrying time, and it's it's been nice to see um, Daniel Bryan finally get finally get a spot. If if you're a wrestling fan, you'll remember WrestleMania 30, grandiose uh, end to WrestleMania 30 was when Daniel Bryan, after being told that he just is not good enough ends up winning the WWE title. If you haven't seen that show, I highly recommend it. But he's going to be taking on Roman Reigns in the Universal Championship match. Next we've got the Women's Tag Team Championship match. Oh shit, I don't have anything to drink. I'm sorry to make you. I really don't have anything to drink. I probably should have gotten something because uh, when I talk, my mouth kind of gets a little dry. We've got the Women's Tag Team Championship match. Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler, who are our current champions, versus Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks. Do you want me to get you a drink? Go ahead. Okay, what do you want? Um, I don't care. If my water bottle is somewhere, you can grab it. Now, this match is interesting because Bianca Belair won the Women's Royal Rumble of 2021. <coughs> And we'll face, I do believe, Sasha Banks at WrestleMania. So them tagging together, this has got, this is going to have the possibility of Bianca Belair 
turning on Sasha Banks or the latter of Sasha Banks turning on Bianca Belair. Now, if WWE has Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks uh, tag to try to win the Women's Tag Team Championship match, and this is Bianca Belair's WrestleMania moment, that'll be a little, that'll be some bullshit. But I don't think it's going to be that way. I think it's going to be Bianca Belair versus Sasha Banks at uh, WrestleMania. Um, da, 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 da. Hold on. Okay, so this is this is what it's going to say. I and also if you're looking for these um, articles that I'm looking at right now, I'm looking at CBSSports.com. This is usually where I get most of my uh, information. So it says while fans are and I quote while fans are looking forward to the WrestleMania showdown between <laughs> motherfucker. This is the live aspect of the podcast. Chili, uh, who's a viewer in my stream, just played the jump scare. So he stopped me dead in my tracks. And the people on the podcast are not going to understand what the fuck just happened. And that's going to be fucking great. Um, between Royal Rumble match winner uh, Bel Air and SmackDown Women's Champion Banks. Hey, can you guys go somewhere else, please? Please. All right. Uh, which could steal the re the entire WrestleMania weekend? I kind of disagree. Kind of disagree. Hey, thanks for the bits. I appreciate or the cheers. Yeah, thanks for the bits. Um. Okay, so I'm gonna go on a little uh little sidebar here. I don't think that this match could steal the Bianca Belair versus Sasha Banks could um, um, could steal WrestleMania weekend. I think that there's more matches that'll be announced that'll be coming. Um, but so the deal with Sasha Banks. I was happy that she won the SmackDown Women's Championship, but her reign has kind of been a little shit. Um, she took on Carmella a few times, and those matches were alright. They were decent. I think the first match was better than the second match, and I think they fought each other three times. Don't quote me on that. But, moving on. Uh, but they haven't really had a whole... Um, a really good opponent for Sasha Banks. And I think Bianca Belair is that person, but I don't think Wit will steal WrestleMania weekend. Um, see, here we go. Exactly. WWE seems to be struggling to really get this program going. Belair and Banks already challenged for the tag titles at Elimination Chamber, coming short when Reginald, uh, who is the sommelier for Carmella, gets involved. A botched attempt to interfere and help Banks. Uh, blah, 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 blah. So, yeah, their women's tag team championship match. Not really excited for it. I won't be able to watch this pay-per-view since WWE uh, moved to Peacock, which now I can talk about. Um, before we move on and talking about Fastlane. Um, WWE has now moved to Peacock. Um, hold on, folks. Hold on, hold on, hold on. All right, so WWE moved to Peacock two days ago, and that's kind of that. I do believe that is NBC's streaming service. 
So most of the WWE stuff will be on there now. Unfortunately, I, I subscribe to Peacock for free just to check it out. And they don't have a whole lot of stuff so far. Um, I think they have all the WWE pay-per-views, but if you're looking for old-style WCW and um, um, ECW pay-per-views, they're not on there yet. At least I don't think they are. I didn't really get a good chance to look because I've been trying to uh, play some Cyberpunk, which I will be playing later today. Another sidebar conversation. But yeah, um... WWE moved to Peacock, so Fastlane will be live on Peacock as well as WrestleMania. But moving on with our uh, Fastlane talk, the Intercontinental Championship match. Big E versus Apollo Crews. Um, honestly, I think Big E's going to take this one, but I'm going to be honest with you. I have been watching a lot of wrestling lately because, honestly, I just don't have the time. Are those yours and hash browns, tater tots back there? Yup. Yup. They're loud. Well, uh, the kid that's biologically mine, um, he's loud like me. Yeah, you can you can hear him in the background. <laughs> but yeah, uh, those are those are our tater tots. I like that, by the way. I'll will tell uh, hash brown what uh, the nickname for our kids, tater tots. I don't care. I got a nickname for you. Loud. I'm not even loud. I be quiet. So with this one, again, I haven't really had a whole lot of time to figure out, you know, all these storylines and all the hubbub of what's been going on. That that's my kid. Um, but I knew I knew that this was I knew that this match was gonna happen because Apollo Crews. Um, what um, has been trying to get Biggie's uh, trying to get an uh, Intercontinental Championship match since I think rest, uh, Royal Rumble, uh, and it says here Cruz finally had enough of his nice guy act, not getting him anywhere and up his game, which he has. First, brutally attacking Biggie with the ring steps, and then embracing his Nigerian heritage. Yes, Apollo Cruz is Nigerian. Uh, you'll be popping in and out, and you'll be doing some homework. Oh, okay. The hell yeah. Get that homework done. So now I'm gonna I'm gonna dive into this. Okay, so if you're live on Twitch, we're gonna be looking at Apollo Cruz. I'm gonna look at his new attire here. Hollow Cruise. Looking for it, guys. Give me a second. Actually, you know what? We're gonna watch it. We're gonna watch it. If WWE you don't like it, make sure you find. Make sure uh, you put some of your shit. That's easily findable. So. Everybody is telling me how they do not like the new Apollo. No. 
So, yeah, this is a new Apollo Cruise, guys. This is not the new Apollo. This is the real Apollo. This is who I am. This is how I talk. I am a descendant of Nigerian royalty. I am a real African-American. I remember when I was a young boy and my father would tell me stories about the... Yeah, so we're not going to watch the whole fucking clip. I don't want to be a copyright band. Uh, but yeah, that's the new Apollo Cruise with the Nigerian accent. Um, honestly, I want to know how he feels about this. If he's all good or if he's a little iffy about this. Um, but yeah, so Apollo Cruise, he is Nigerian. Um, uh, it, it, so, uh, again... In this day and age, um, on this day and age, shit like this, uh, I'm not even, no, I'm not going there. I'm not going there. I'm not going there. Somebody somewhere is going to find a problem with this, with uh, Apollo Cruz and the Nigerian, I'm not going to say gimmick, but um, him doing all that shit that you guys just saw on Twitch. Someone's gonna have a problem with it. And that problem is gonna, and that someone is gonna be cancel culture. And I don't wanna get into the cancel culture right now because, uh, especially on, on the podcast. But if you wanna hear my thoughts on cancel culture, tune into Twitch, because I've got a lot to say. Um, so yeah, we, um, so Apollo Crews, let me let me go into this. Apollo Cruz has kind of been a joke since he became since he came into WWE. He's highly athletic, and now is finally getting his opportunity. I think Apollo Cruz has been in WWE since 2017. Let me look. Okay. What? Hold on. There's no way he's been in here. Uh, there's no way he's been in WWE since 2009. Uh, so he debuts, okay, uh, on August 5th, it was announced that Uha, yeah, so his name used to be Uha Nation. Now working under the new arena, uh, ring name Apollo Crews will be making his televised in-ring, NXT in-ring debut on August 22nd of 2014. And then he goes and um, debuts on the main roster. Um against Tyler Breeze. So he's been he's been in the WWE apparently according to his um So either twenty fourteen or twenty fifteen is when he made his uh, debut as Apollo Cruz. So it's been now six years and he's finally getting his just due. What a weird thing the wrestling business is for real.
Um, next up is Drew McIntyre versus Sheamus in a no-holds-barred match. I absolutely love. Now we're gonna have two. We're gonna have a Scottish man. Well, I think actually Drew McIntyre is uh, Irish. Hold on, I'm, I'm about I'm about to look because I'm about to get this wrong. Oh, he's Scottish. So we're literally going to have in WWE. What a fun time to be alive. We're gonna have a Scottish, a Scottish man take on an Irish, bra an Irish brawler in Sheamus in a no holds barred match. Damn, they really fucking pulled out all the stops on this pay per view for going on a new streaming service. Damn. Um. So it says McIntyre and Sheamus have put on a pair of brutal matches already. The most recent ending in a double countout after they knocked out each other with ring steps. This led to speculation the fast lane match would be made into a last man standing match, though it has not been announced. Sheamus has also mixed himself into the picture with Bobby Lashley, who faces Drew McIntyre at WrestleMania. I'll, I'll get into the Bobby Lashley winning the WWE title here in a little bit. Sorry, the Universal Champion. Uh, the Universal title. Now this one... This one is weird. Because I have, I have spoken on my podcast before about... Um, men taking on women in a wrestling match. Now this match, Randy Orton versus Alexa Bliss, does have the potential to have some cinematic stuff going on because The Fiend right now, we have not seen The Fiend since Hell in a Cell back in October when he was proverbially, proverbially burned alive. And Alexa Bliss has really been uh, keeping the spirit of The Fiend alive on television. Uh, and it says here, Bliss has tormented Orton since Orton burned The Fiend alive, making Orton vomit black goo multiple times. Bliss drew. I don't like that word. Uh, Bliss threw down the challenge to Orton for a match, saying it 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 his it was his chance to kick her out of his life, which Orton accepted. It's unlikely. It is unlikely this is an actual match, but can signal the return of the Fiend. I have been saying this since the Fiend has not been on television. It is going to be Randy Orton versus the Fiend at WrestleMania. In some way, shape, or form, and Raymond James Stadium is going to play a part in it. I'm telling you, it's going to happen. And if I'm wrong, I'll come on the podcast and, and say that I'm wrong. Now this next match. If you don't know anything about the McMahon family, Shane McMahon is a crazy motherfucker. And why he wants to torment, and if you're live on Twitch, and you don't know who Braun Strowman is, This big burly motherfucker is Braun Strowman. Now I'm going to show you Shane McMahon. This is Shane McMahon going up against Braun Strowman. Like I said before, Shane McMahon is a crazy motherfucker. But I think he has outdone himself. I have no idea how this match is going to go down. 
But all I know is that Strowman's pissed. Shane McMahon has been playing games with Braun Strowman for a couple of weeks now. And it's going to get him killed. Pervertedly killed. Because Braun Strowman, like I showed you guys on Twitch, is a monster of a man. A monster of a man. So moving on, um, I'm, exci I'm excited to see this match, kind of, but it's just mainly to see Braun Strowman throw Shane McMahon around like a ragdoll. Uh, and also, I have not been doing my match predictions. I'll do that. I'll do that later, uh, after we get through this entire card. Next is the United States Championship match: Riddle versus Mustafa Ali. Uh, so this is how this match came to be. Ali picked up. A win over Riddle in an impromptu match after Riddle had just competed in a six-man match that eventually led to Ali losing in a match for the title on Raw. This is after Riddle continued beating Retribution members in singles action. No, you guys took it back yesterday. Ali has grown frustrated with his team's failures both in ring and in helping him during this match, is creating much tension as he has with Riddle. Alright. I'm gonna talk about this in long form. Well, not long form. But I was a fan of Retribution when they debuted. I was a fan of Retribution when they debuted. And it's kind of, This is reminiscent of another WWE faction that was around in 2010. Which, if again, if you're live on Twitch, you're seeing me uh, type this out right now. Known as Nexus. Huge, huge push in attacking John Cena in their debut. And they wreaked havoc for months. But then, on a faithful SummerSlam... Evening in 2010, everything came crashing down, and Retribution is now. And Retribution is now Nexus 2.0. Theodore, stop. It's okay, stop. Alright, so. Yeah. Retribution, all hype, no gain. They have done. They haven't done anything all year with Retribution, and they're literally just glorified job guys. Um, all right, so we'll do match predictions in a minute. Uh, Seth Rollins versus Shinsuke Nakamura. Um, Seth Rollins returned. If you haven't been paying attention, Seth Rollins is now a new, uh, is going to be a dad. Him and. Uh, Becky Lynch are expecting a child. Um, Rollins returned with the demand that he that the SmackDown roster join him in his vision of what the brand could be. While he was ignored by most of the roster, Cesaro, Cesaro took the fight to Rollins, using an extended Cesaro swing to embarrass Rollins. Since then, Rollins has focused his attention on Cesaro, who, who he has called the greatest waste of talent in WWE history. I mean, he's not lying. Nakamura recently came to the defense of Cesaro delivering a Kinshasa to Rollins on SmackDown to set up the match just days ahead of the event. 
So, I'm a huge fan of both of these guys. Really am. Uh, this Monday night, this... The... The Monday Night Messiah gimmick with Seth Rollins was fucking great. It was fucking great. Unfortunately, with no fans in attendance, <coughs> some of the stuff did kind of fall flat. But it is what it is. But it is, but it is what it is. Um, uh, da, 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 da. Let's, all right, so going through all these matches, uh, my prediction for the Universal Championship is Roman Reigns is going to win via DQ because Edge is going to interfere. Um, women's Tag Team Championship match, not as much as I want to see new Women's Tag Team Champions. Uh, it's going to be Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler, just based off the Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks WrestleMania match. Uh, Intercontinental Championship match. It, uh, my my thing is Big E, but I really want to see Apollo Crews uh, get his just due. Uh, Drew McIntyre versus Sheamus in an all-holds-barred match. I am probably going to go with Sheamus, because Sheamus, um, when he debuted, was a fucking killer. This is, a, this is perfect for... For him, he's the, I'll say, stereotypical Irish, um, Irish, Irish brawler. But I'm going with Sheamus. But I, I know it'll probably be Drew McIntyre since he's got a match with Bobby Lashley at WrestleMania. Randy Orton versus Alexa Bliss isn't even a match. Um, it's just, it's gonna glorify the return of the Fiend. They're gonna do something cinematic with this one. I'm telling you. Uh, Shane McMahon versus Braun Strowman. I'm going with Braun Strowman, but it's going to be Shane McMahon because when Shane McMahon has taken on people like the Big Show, I'm um, oh, sorry, Paul White, he's not the Big Show anymore. When Shane McMahon's taken on these giants, he's always found a way to win, well, except for The Undertaker. Want to pacifier? Uh, your pacifier was over here a little bit ago. Oh, look. Uh, United States Championship match. It's going to be Riddle. Uh, Riddle just... If, and if you do not... The camera's too high. Perfect. Um, it's going to be Riddle. He just got the um, United States Championship title belt. Uh, and I don't think he's going to be losing it anytime soon. But I do want to see Mustafa Ali... Um, I do want to see Mustafa Ali win the United States Championship, but it's just not going to happen with the way that they've been booking Retribution. Uh, Seth Rollins versus Shinsuke Nakamura. I'm going to go Seth Rollins here. Well, actually, I want Shinsuke to win. He hasn't really gotten his just due since debuting in the company. Um, and then, but, it, but I have a feeling it'll be Seth Rollins. But yeah, there is my, uh... WWE Fastlane uh, preview, impromptu kind of thing. Um, trying to think of what else I can really talk about here, guys. Yeah, honestly, um, I don't think I have anything to... 
It's okay, Namikyu. He's talking about boring shit anyways. Wrestling is not boring. Wrestling is still real to me, damn it. Guess what? Your podcast is boring. Well, well, that's fine. You don't have to listen anyways. Um, let's see, let's see, let's see. Oh, big news, big news, big news. I, I'm glad I remembered. Um, they started to announce the um, recipients of the WWE Hall of Fame, and... Type it out here for you guys on Twitch. And we have two people announced so far. Um, we have Eric Bischoff, who is the former president of WCW. Um, this is going to only last probably maybe four or five more minutes. Um, we got Eric Bischoff, who's the former WCW president and was also a WWE uh, performer. Um, if you if you don't remember where you can see Eric Bischoff from, I want to play a clip here. I really want to buy. This is my favorite Eric Bischoff thing. start playing music now um yes so yeah that's that was my favorite eric bischoff thing um we also and got announced uh, earlier this week uh, molly holly what is going to be inducted into the hall of fame now i want to talk about eric bischoff for a second that's nasty that's that's nasty um Last year, I think, and unfortunately due to COVID, um, all the Hall of Fame inductees kind of got the shaft, but they inducted the NWO last year into the WWE Hall of Fame, and Eric Bischoff was not a part of it, and I guess we now know why, but I think WWE got a lot of backlash from Eric not being involved in the NWO because he was the creator of the NWO. Uh, back with back in 1996, and wasn't a part of the. Well, thank you for farting. I appreciate it. Nasty ass. Um, he was he was not gonna be a part of the induction ceremony, and everybody. I know I was in uproar, uh, but I think some wrestling fans just really didn't give a fuck. It is what it is. Um. But yeah, I wanted to end that on I wanted to end the podcast on a high note. Um I wanted to end it in uh, the podcast on a high note talking about the Hall of Fame. Um So yeah. Um I, next episode of the podcast is probably going to be music related. I say that every fucking time, but it always comes back to professional wrestling. But it's going to be something music related. I think I'm going to do an album review. Uh, not entirely sure. Or 
since I'm implementing Twitch with the podcast, I might be doing something a little special. Um, I might be doing something special on Twitch um, next week. Not entirely sure. We'll see how things go. But thank you for listening to the Bakery Podcast. Um, I'm Aaron Baker, and you're not. Thanks for listening.